This podcast is a Tucker Media production. For more information, head to tuckermedia.com.au. Welcome to How Gen Y Buy. Each week, we speak to everyday Australians to discover the unique ways in which they are entering the property market. Learn how Gen Y are beating the odds and getting their foot on the property ladder with your host, Nathan Smith, the Managing Director and Mortgage Broker at Birdie Wealth. All right, we're halfway through the series on how Gen Y buy. We're back again this week with uh, another set of first home buyers who uh, just recently purchased their first property. Um, we're going to have a chat with Jalen and Nicole about their scenario, how they went about buying a property and why they decided to look uh, into regional New South Wales as opposed to buying in Sydney. So, Jalen, welcome to the show. Hey, how you going? Good, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Nicole, how are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm good. Thanks for coming back in. You were in here just uh, just the other day, back in again. Yes, finalising everything. Yes. Very yes. daunting. So it was only last month, a couple of weeks ago, that you've settled on your property. Yep. Did you did you actually even get the keys for it? Because you've got tenants in <laughs> Uh We don't have tenants yet. Right. That's the other saga. But um, no, that big number hit our account last week, was it? That's correct. Yeah, last week. I put your internet banking in the, oh. the loan was sitting there ready <laughs> yeah. to go. We both called each other at work. We're like, oh, it's settled at 2.03 or something on Thursday and now yes. it's a huge number. 30 years left to go. Oh, don't. Yeah. Thanks for the reminder. That's right. So <laughs> you came to see us a few months ago looking at what your options were to buy a property. You were referred from family. Mm-hmm. And why, why did you initially decide to buy a property? I think the big thing for us was that we know it's 30 years and the goal is to start chipping away at that 30 years. I think that's the main reason why. And um, people have been telling us to find out where we sit. Yeah, and just also that way, get something for a family. That was, that was more the reason. We want to buy a house, so eventually we move in and have a family. Set up and establish that long-term yeah. goal. Yeah. So when you came in, you were, you were always looking at Wagga Wagga as the region you wanted to buy. Was that uh, – how did you come about that decision? Uh, that's because I'm from, like, Riverina down that area. It's just – I. I just feel, and we actually feel, it's a good area to really have a family. It's, it's more relaxed. It's not as up-tempo as it is in the city. Yeah. yeah. We've yeah. Um, had that conversation as well. What if in, what if we get there and I panic being a Sydney girl? Yeah. And, you know, and Jalen's painted the picture as well. If we hate it, we would have paid off five to ten years worth of our loan. We can always sell and come back up here, but... You know, we've made it, we've had a crack at it and we've started paying off a mortgage. Absolutely. Well, you're and in the market. It. <laughs> you're in the market, you're paying it down and, and hopefully mm. getting some growth in that property at that time. So yeah. rather than sitting on the sidelines and, and waiting and seeing. And what Wilbur to is do. beautiful. Like it's it's Absolutely. the biggest country city and town in New South Wales or something. So yeah, yeah it's big ticks, it's great. <laughs> Perfect. So you made the decision to buy a property. What were your first steps? <laughs> Can we afford it? Yes. Um, I think the biggest um, thing was coming to see you and actually knowing what we could and couldn't do. We had no concept or understanding of it at all. Um, so whether we could do it or not was the big one. So it's just the unknown as to what yeah. price point should I even be looking at? Did you start looking on real estate and, and think where, where do we actually sit from a price point? We had a look. We had big dreams of beautiful, massive houses that, you know, you buy a unit here and it's a house in Wagga 
Um, but we, again, we had no idea where we sat. We didn't even know, you know, we'd, we'd heard other people, we've got other friends who've looked at entering the market here, but we just didn't know, we didn't know yeah. what we could do. And I know when you initially came in, the the plan for you, you, you thought you were possibly in a position to be buying six months, a year, 18 months is what you were thinking from a, a time frame? Well, if, yeah, like, to be completely honest, we actually met with, like, our our current well, the bank prior to the one we're with now, and we met with one of their mortgage people, and the picture that they painted was, oh my god, it's going to be a year, and that was when my sister stepped in and said, you you need to see a, a mortgage broker that's completely independent, um, and they will look at everything. But yeah, so we came when we saw you. We thought March. Yeah, March of two thousand and eighteen. We had to come back and. That, that, that time frame got shortened. <laughs> so, that was about, so that would have been about, I would say, eight or nine months from when we had yeah. that conversation. That's what you guys were yeah. thinking. Um, so you came in, I was able to give good news, which is always nice to say, look, you are a little bit closer. Mm. Um, we won't talk too much about your specific financial position, but there was only a few yeah. things to tidy up, clean up, and then we were right to, right to get an application underway. Yes. Yeah, excellent. So we've picked a lender. We've got your pre-approval done and you guys were straight in the car and, and heading to Wagga to start your viewings. Yes. Um, I think one of the biggest things buying rural or out of a market like in Sydney was that agents were so accommodating. The second we said we're coming down from Sydney, in one Saturday we saw 15 properties. Right. And so they, they were showing you around multiple properties in one day? Yeah. And they would be like, oh, I can show you that one at 210. I've got another one at 145, but I'll be there. You know, that's not a problem. Um, you know, Jalen knew the area, which was a big plus. Yeah. Um, but I think we, we made – you set the rule. We had to see every property on our list of – our wish list before we made any decisions and – Somehow we got them all in on one day. Yeah, it was a very big day. Long but day. It was a very, very long day, but we did get through it all, so it was, it's all good in the end. Yeah. Prior to seeing that first property, what were some of those key criteria you had of these are our must-haves or we'd like to have on the property? We were thinking forever home. So I think one of the big things about buying out there was, okay, well, let's not be – let's not skip on the things we want. We wanted four bedrooms. We wanted to have two bathrooms. We wanted a big garage and a big enough backyard, hopefully with a shed that we could convert to a like a granny flat just because realistically if people wanted to stay with us, yes. they'd have to stay for three or four days. They couldn't yeah. just drive to Wagga. Yep. I mean, it's yep. a four-hour drive. You can do it overnight. Yeah. But it's not ideal. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and they, they were our criteria and then we got those um, 15 properties from that culling yeah. that that brought you into those 15 and then as you were viewing them did anything change between your criteria did it become stricter was there anything you said oh maybe we don't need that definitely became stricter <laughs> so after the first four or five the list shortened very quickly yeah yeah so pretty much come down to two in the ends and the two that we decided we really loved when we were looking online were the two that were lasted to Did they? They were, they were yeah. the best. Which isn't always the case. There's a lot of time, yeah. I've spoken about it before, that what they can do with Photoshop and uh, camera angles nowadays oh. is amazing. And you, did you see that? The first property, I still remember, like, coffee in the hand, exhausted, you know, 9 o'clock in the morning. First property we saw was, like, this brand-new house, 
beautiful, but everything was so small and it was so overpriced. It was a brand new build and in one of the better suburbs. And so it the just... rooms themselves were boxy and, and tiny. Oh my god! Just because of the, the way they photographed it, oh. yeah. it just looked a lot, a lot bigger and spacious. And that beautiful front shot of the house means nothing. And that even one of the two that got we got down to the end, like the renters, hadn't taken care of the clover. So the photo that they had on the site had no clover on the lawn. The lawn was covered. Right. And we were like, which isn't a thing, but it just goes to show that people can reuse old photos. Yeah. Um, renters could be tracking the place. You don't know. Yeah. Owners don't know that sort of stuff. So, yeah. yeah, it was very like, okay. This could be what we're up against at that price guard, but um, it just got better and better as the day went on. Right. Now, those those final two properties you've narrowed it down to now, mm-hmm. how was the negotiation process with the agent? Was it still quite comfortable and friendly? Was it, Did it get a bit more serious at that point? Um, we were very lucky it was the same agent for both. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the big things as well. Buying outside of Sydney, they are really they have to be honest. And he even made that point. He's like, if I buy better sale up with someone out here, you could well, lose certain customers, and yeah. you could lose people's cousins, aunties, distant relatives because they had a bad experience, or they lied, or they didn't keep to their word about our offer being accepted. So he was really honest with us. You know, on the first day, we got contracts for both of them. Um, he was honest about previous offers that had been made, how motivated the owners were. He was like, because he had to be. And I think that's, I don't know whether you get that in Sydney. Everyone always says, you know, they lie or they, you know, inflated. It's a mixed bag. There's yeah. some fantastic agents out there. There definitely are. Um, and, and there's some agents who are there to make their money and, and get out. <laughs> so you're right in the, the country area, I guess, reputation is everything. And, um, Big, yeah. And uh, everyone knows everyone. So word gets around pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So whether it's good or bad, yeah, that certainly happens. Mm. Um, now, how did you find the process of actually buying the home? Did you find it confusing? Was it, was it not knowing who to ask when or...? Oh, I would give a big shout-out to our conveyancer, Lisa, who yeah. you recommended. yeah. She had us in there. She called and said the contract's ready, 6 o'clock at night at her house, kids upstairs, and every question. Like, she had the answer for. Poor Jalen, because <laughs> I'm a talker. <laughs> she, she literally spent so much time with us. Right. We didn't understand words in contracts. We yes. had no idea what things were. Yeah. She went in to fight for us as well on things, um, I think, that is so important that she made it so much less daunting and yourself as well with the finance side because everything we didn't understand it everything yeah. had to be explained and broken down for us and that was but we were honest with you at the start and told you that yeah. you'd have but, to explain everything but look that's um that's something you have to be conscious of whether you're a mortgage broker or a conveyancer or a real estate agent is you've got to remember that for us it's a day-to-day thing we we just sit in this world all day talking these um all this terminology and, and insider language that we have to make sure that this is something you're doing for the very first time mm. and will probably only do a handful of times in your life. Mm. So it has to be explained correctly. It has to be well understood. And, um, yeah, Lisa's got a very good reputation for that. So yeah, uh, that's fantastic. Excellent. Now, your property hunt was quick, right? You went down, saw those properties. <laughs> done. <laughs> Love it. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're very lucky we did call... So we saw it on Saturday and we made an offer on the Monday morning. 
and I tried to be modest and call it like 10 o'clock and we're lucky we did because apparently someone called at 2 o'clock in the afternoon yeah. to make the same beer right. and he's like, I'm sorry, we've already accepted an offer. So it was really quick. Um, yeah, and it, it was settlement went real quick, but apparently that's just how it is in country as well. It was only a 28-day settlement. Yes, so it's a nice short settlement. Yeah, I think we did get fairly lucky though that we went down there and we found one that we you know, absolutely loved straight away. Yeah. Just made it so much easier for ourselves. Yeah. That's right. Well, the alternative would be you'd be driving down every couple of weeks <laughs> in the car and, um, yeah. It's not, that's not the finest trip. So, yeah, so that, yeah, you're right. But the thing is, you, you did still look at 15. It wasn't like oh. you looked at one and, yeah. and just picked up one. So um, you've done that well. Yeah. So, yeah, buying in, buying in a regional area has a slightly different way of actually purchasing a property. You yeah. kind of just did it on a handshake. They held the property until you are ready to go and then you exchanged with the, an unconditional approval after yeah. that. What is it? Good, good faith? They would hold it on good faith. Yeah. And Lisa was like, oh, I don't know about good faith. I'm going to call them. And we're like, okay, just do, do whatever you think. Yeah, Sydney, Sydney and uh, Capital City brokers and conveyances always get nervous about good faith because yeah. it doesn't mean a lot sometimes in the Capital City areas. Yeah. If, if there's no money down, means nothing. So uh, mm-hmm. even buying just down in the Illawarra area, they do it very differently to what they do. Um, in South Sydney and in the regional areas, the same thing. If they've agreed to a price, they shake hands and say, we'll hold it to you. Yeah. Go and get your finance sorted and come back to us and then we'll do an mm. unconditional exchange there. Which was a bit scary, but, I mean, I think speaks volumes to the fact that we made sure we trusted the people that, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like Lisa, we knew Lisa would be thorough because she yes. was thorough with us. Perfect. Um, yeah, so that, that was good. So going through it, you got some good advice along the way. Was there any bad advice you were given? Was there anyone you were hearing from and then you said, wait, that's that's not right? People were more concerned with the um, – because we're going to rent the house out because we're not going to be moving down there for a few years. So a lot of people were concerned about negative gearing and, you know, about taxes. And as soon as we got on the phone to our tax man, our tax man, it's no – there is uh, pros and cons to both, but – You're going to be fine either way. So it didn't really matter. And a lot of what people were saying in regards to the, you know, the taxes of it is really relevant, I think. Yes. And that turret, like we, we rent here as well. Um, so a lot of people were like, you know, oh, why would you buy Wagga? The resale in five years isn't anywhere near as much. I mean, at the end of the day, if we pay down five years worth of a loan, that's more than someone who doesn't pay off anything of a loan. Yeah. Like, I, everyone has their own situations by yeah. all means. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, we don't have renters in NER and we rent up here, so we've got a mortgage and our own rent. Um, you know, mum always says you just make things work. Yes. But um, I just think when people, it started to almost bother me when people, oh, why walk up? Why? I'm like, well, have you even looked at it? The houses are beautiful. You know, it's, it can be an investment property for someone. They've probably never been there. They don't. But you don't <laughs> even have to live in it, though. You yeah. could just be paying off a mortgage with your foot in the door. Yes. Like, I yep. think that's where we ended up getting yep. to it. And uh, and like your mother said, good advice. You do just make it work. You'll be – you suddenly realise what do we do with all our money before that. It's kind of dwindles away here and there. But once you've yep. got it in a mortgage, it's almost like a forced savings for you because you've got to mm. put that money away every month. Yeah. So – Actually, this is, a, this is a really good question because I remember where you were when I told you. Do you remember where you were when I told you your loan was approved? No. You don't? 
I remember. Where were we? Oh, you were, I remember when I told you, you were at Central Train Station. Oh, you, what I was too. Because you let out a little shout in the middle of the train station. <laughs> I was like, I've got to call Jalen. I've got to go. I've got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I, I do remember that moment. It was a, quite a funny moment because not unusual, but um, I remember you in quite a public place when you got told and, and let out that shout. Was that a big relief when that, that final approval came through? Yeah, and cause, because of the discussions with Lisa, the poor thing, we'd called her that many times. I then caught one off the phone from you and called her. I was like, Lisa, it's been approved. She's like, I know Nathan's already contacted me. I'm like, yeah, but it's been approved. Like, oh, <laughs> Let God. me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me give you the big news. Yeah. She's like, congratulations. And then just emails after that. She's like, oh, my God, my girl's just settled down. Yes. But that's all right. It is a big. It is a big point of relief. I find once that's done, then, mm-hmm. then the next steps are, are a process to get you to settlement. But they're just kind of the steps following that. Yeah. So now the loan's set up. Have you? I mean, you haven't had the first payment yet. It's that that new, and it's only just started. Mm-hmm. How have you found your banking post settlement as opposed to uh, how you set it up beforehand? Like you said, we haven't really had that um that first chunk out yet, but. I think when we do, it'll be a bit more of a, a bit more of a shock. But um, the banking itself is, you know, having all the finances through one bank. Like before, we were shifted between like four different banks. It made it a lot difficult, a lot more difficult. So once we consolidated everything and put it all through one, it just it makes makes everything so much easier. It's just cleaner, isn't it? Yeah. Log on to one thing, you've got all your accounts here and you can slide. Oh. You've got a much better, you've, you've got more control, I think, doing it mm. that way too because you can log on, you feel more in control of going, right, I know where all my money is, I know where yeah. it's going and, and what's happening. Um, I know your banking previously was set up fairly well. You had good direct debits and it was all automated and, and you're carrying that over now post-settlement, is that right? Which was your own advice that you gave to my sister and then she gave us that advice. That's right. I remember <laughs> when you came in for your first appointment and I said, right, show me, show me, let's draw out how you're doing your banking at the moment. And I said, this is fantastic. This is exactly how you should be doing it. <laughs> Praising you said, yourself. And you said, yes, so it should be. My sister told me how um, to do this. I will say, I think the biggest thing is the way that it was set up prior to getting a home loan and when we came to see you and you said it was great the fact that we have our weekly allowance now we've all we've got to do is just use our weekly allowance yeah so nothing has changed for us in terms of our social or anything like that because we were already getting the same amount prior to now and you you worked that out as well with what we could afford so to make sure you've still yeah. got a lifestyle and it's not, Just that. not noodles every night. Yeah. That's saving like numbers not going to um, as, go up until we renters. <laughs> so we've got this property. What's next? Now we're saving to make it the dream property. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much so. We're hoping to have a lot more saved by the time we uh, move down there mm-hmm. and um, just do all the adjustments to it that we want to. Which isn't a lot. You can live in it like it's beautiful now. Yeah. But we're talking about forever home. Pinterest is getting a workout. <laughs> um, you know, we want to deck the backyard, media rooms, and all these things. And yeah. we did mention to you that we might get another property um, or upgrade. Yeah. But at the same time, the money to do what we want to do to the house or buy a new house has to be saved. So. We'll just come and see you. Take it once. <laughs> when it becomes time. a reality. Like, we'll get, how about we get through month one for <laughs> and get some yeah, renters in first, first month, and then uh, then we'll start to look. That's great. Yeah. Um, now, just before we finish up, it's, um, there's some really good tips I've had so far. So having a look outside of Sydney's helped you 
uh, find something in your budget and find a, a beautiful home as opposed to settling for something a lot smaller. So that's been great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess this is a tip I say to everybody is come and see a broken nice and early. Mm. Get a clear understanding of what it is because what you think it is may not be the, the way it is. And mm. there's certainly things we can do to tweak and change your financial position to get you in that uh, property faster. Just before you go, what's that one bit of advice you've got for somebody else who wants to go about purchasing a home? The, I'm very big on this one, the, the home price guide on domain and also, and this is going for both, realestate.com have suburb profiles. So and what, where I'm going out with that is we had an Excel spreadsheet, I'm a spreadsheet person, We from the home price guide, we knew when the house was bought last, how much it was bought for, when it was last rented. So when the agents are standing there telling us, oh, you can get this for it weekly or whatever, we knew beforehand. So Domain has all that information and then realestate.com have suburb profiles that go through how it's, what the um, price increases are and what's currently being rented and sold in the area. Yeah, so you can go and check demographics. You can go and see when it was last sold, how much it sold for. The one thing I like too is going and having a look at, at comparable sales in the area as well yeah. so mm. you're looking for four bedroom two bathroom you can have a look around there and say well why have you priced it at this point when there's one just down the road that sold two months ago for well, thirty thousand less and that was the other thing because we couldn't go down until that weekend price guide every time the property has ever been listed all those photos so the house we ended up buying had like 72 photos so we could look at all these different angles and what previous owners have actually done between reselling it so when these people actually hadn't done much, so the price didn't go up much from when they last bought it, but we could see in the photos they hadn't done anything since the previous ones, you know, the hedging and how the back of it was, like that was just, that was the best tool. You just, yeah, felt like experts. Oh, no, I would also say that, like, like you said, coming in to see you is, or just any professional in general, just help um, consolidate your goals and, you know, what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Also, probably just... Like for for me myself, I have a um, very stressful partner, so staying calm is no, I'm not. Staying, staying calm is, is something that's um, I'll definitely improve on, and just uh, trusting you know your conveyancer and the real estate and your mortgage broker are going to do what they you. Yeah, I think you're right. So the, there's two things I like to say. There's one is to outsource the work to the professionals. Let the professionals oh. do the work. Yes, but but. What Nick does is she doesn't outsource the understanding. She still makes sure you understand exactly where we're up to, what it all means and what's happening at each stage. That, that is so important. Don't just outsource it and go, I'm sure they'll take good care of me. Make sure you've got a good understanding as you go Otherwise, through. Otherwise, 2 o'clock in the morning, I can't sleep. That's right. <laughs> what's going wrong? That's right. Um, fantastic. Thanks for coming in. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. Uh, this has been another episode of How Gen Y Buy, and we'll be back in another fortnight with uh, the next guest. This podcast is for general information only. It contains brief comments not intended to be the basis for decision-making, nor to be taken as a substitute for specific advice. Please contact Birdie Wealth to discuss any matters that may be relevant to your individual situation. For more information, go to www.birdiewealth.com.au.